Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Big Friends Podcast. My name is Valerie Molyneux, president and founder of this Vitiligo uh, support community. And it's my pleasure to come to you with my show entitled The Journey with Vitiligo. This is where I get to interview individuals nationally as well as internationally and to just discuss with them their journey, their stories about living and coping with vitiligo. We also want to let you know that this year it is our delight to be celebrating our 13th year with our podcast. Also, we want to let you know that our podcasts are being sponsored by my vitiligo team. Please, we ask that you would like, share, subscribe, but also follow our podcast because um, you'll get notification as to when the next show is happening. We thank you for your support, and right now, I ask that you sit back, relax, and enjoy my show, The Journey with Vitiligo. Well, hello out there in Radio Land. As you've heard, my name is Valerie Molyneux, and just coming to you every now and then with shows uh, hosted by myself, hosted by my co-leader there, Mark Braxton, our co-leader in North Carolina. And we want to get to as much of the vitiligo community nationally, internationally, globally, if you will, and to hear their stories. I've been watching and following this young lady for some time. As a matter of fact, I went back to archives and saw that I added her as a friend to our Vitiligo Bit Friends community six years ago. And so today I am delighted. I've watched her modeling, the things that she's doing. And so we're going to have a conversation about when it started for her, this Vitiligo journey how she's traveled through life with it, where she is now, uh, marriage, children, family, modeling, and as much of it as we can get in here. We want her story. Ladies and gentlemen, I welcome you to this show today and to introduce my guest. Her name is Doretta Tuttle. Am I saying that correct? Welcome. Doretta Tootle, yes. Tootle, I'm getting it. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Doretta. Yes. It's so so, so good to have you. I've been after you for a couple of months now and have had some struggles, some illnesses and so on going on, but life goes on and I've kept you on the top of the schedule. And so thank you today for giving me some time. How are you and where are you coming in from? Where are you calling in from today? Thank you so much for having me. I'm actually calling in from Denver, Colorado. Denver. Well, welcome. What's the temperature like out in Denver? You know, it's actually kind of cold today. The sun is out, but it's, it's a little bit chilly out today. Well, we're, I think we're right there with you. We have a little chilly. Although it's 52 and my husband says, it's not telly. You're just saying that. But 52 for me is still, uh. Well, so we welcome you. Yeah, we welcome you. Thank you. I have a nephew Thank out there so in Denver. I've never been out to Denver, but I have a nephew that's out there by marriage um, working with the Denver Nuggets. So if you ever see that name, oh, Molyneux nice. popping up, it's one of ours. Very Let's nice. Let's dig in. Thank you. 
let's dig in. When okay. did you first notice, uh, is there family history? When did Doretta notice Little Isa? Well, I actually um, had a um, my first patch when I was, I believe I was six years old, mm. um, around my eyes. And so just to give you a little history, um, my my um, birth mom passed away when I was three months old with leukemia. Oh. And oh, so I've been that. told that a lot of the um, treatments that they were giving her um, at that time um, basically were because they didn't have, like, a lot of treatment for, for that back mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. And so um, I had a lot of health problems coming up as a child, and that's when I developed vitiligo. So I often wonder, you know, if research was done, if that could have been one of the um, mm. reasons why I got vitiligo, because they actually had her in a bubble. And wow. I'm not really sure what that looks like, if that's radiation or what that looked like, but I was actually, she was I, she was actually pregnant with me um, when all this occurred. And so they want to contribute and, your vitiligo to possibly that? Yes. Yes, because I wow. had um, I I got my first spot when I was a, a child. So, um, I when I grew up, um, kids would call me raccoon because I had mm. two spots. I had when I got my second one, it was around my other eye, so I had a, around two eyes. And so kids were wow. so mean back then. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah, they were just really really mean. So I grew up with it um, in school. Um, when I um, actually turned um, 15. My dad remarried. Um, I actually came out to Denver, Colorado to live with my aunt when my mother mm-hmm. passed. And so when my uh-huh. dad remarried, um, he married someone that um, I guess he introduced her to to me with a picture. And they flew out here and she wanted to meet me and she brought makeup. And so oh. when she brought makeup, thought I was going to have, you know, I thought as a teenager, yay, I'm going to put on some lip gloss or something like that. Um, yeah. She actually covered my vitiligo. Wow. And so once she covered once she covered my vitiligo, she then said, Now you're beautiful. Wow. And these are the stories and we so want that, the globe to hear. This is the kind of story. This is what we want people to know that we've been through. So let's back it up a bit. On your mother's okay. side, yes, you know that she's passed. And on your dad's yes. side, had there been any history? Is there anyone telling you there were Vitiligo anywhere or, oh no. Nope, not at all. My son now has one spot on his back, but that's it. Wow, wow, wow. That's so, dear Dr. King, I know you must love your your stepmother, but um, what did what did you make of that? Bringing this makeup for this for fifteen year old to. Wow. Well, honestly, and that's why I always tell people that what you say to a child really yes. can affect them. Um, and so for me, I had always been taught by my aunt that I was beautiful. And so I, I went to school with it. And even when kids were mean, it didn't it didn't really bother me. You know, I kind of snapped back at them. But after she said that to me or did that to me, um, it really changed a lot for my life and my future, which is really crazy because then I started seeking validation in any way that I could. Um, and I, I did not, I, I literally wouldn't even go take the trash out outside mm. without covering my face because I felt that seriously, you know, serious about it, that it was that bad. 
um, she made me feel like it was something that um, that was bad. And so, yeah, I, I basically was seeking validation for years and years and years until um, I actually turned 40. And I, you know, I was tired of just things coming. I was getting hurt all the time. And, and I finally had to kind of sit and say, well, you know, what do I need to do? And I, I literally had to go back to that point where I was hurt um, and and just kind of um, write a letter to her. Yeah, yeah. And tell her I forgive you, you know. Um, even though yeah. I don't, didn't see her, I wrote it on paper and said I forgive you. And I just decided she that respond? I needed to take the makeup off. Did she respond um, to I, the letter? You know what? I didn't. I didn't know how to even reach out to her because she was not with my dad at that time. They, you know, oh, okay. they were okay. uh, divorced. Okay. And so, wow. but the best way for me to do it was to write it on paper to get it out yes. of my system. Yeah. Um. And well once I did that, it was really difficult walking out the first day with my makeup off. But, um, I decided I needed to do that because there's so many young people around the world. And mm. even around in my community that don't love themselves for who they are and how they're made. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it was a big step for me to do that. Well, I tell you, uh, you talk a bit about the bullies. You know, here you are. I, I taught kindergarten, so I know. The, the bullies at, at six years, uh, at a six-year-old child, because of the lack of knowledge and understanding mm-hmm. that they had, mm-hmm. they knew no better. And so that's why support groups like ours is trying to educate, reading books, going into schools and libraries and YMCA to, to educate so that this bullying will stop. So I, that when you talk about the bullies there, that just pierced my heart because I, I can't stand it. So yeah. let's move along a little on the journey. Talk about the age of adolescence, the boyfriend, the teen moving into teenage how was that for you and the patches around your eyes? It was horrible because, again, I was seeking validation. Yes. So any attention, whether it was positive or negative, was attention that I was seeking. Mm-hmm. And so a lot mm-hmm. of times if, you know, something was said to me, um, you know, I, I basically g- gravitated towards it and it was not healthy because it wasn't a good relationship at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I – you know my kids my kids all have the same dad um but again it was it was more of you know just seeking that validation and it just was not healthy at all yeah and so I ended up because it was so unhealthy um that's during that time that's when I was really trying to look for myself with my kids growing up and I decided to stay single until my kids um got way older because it was unhealthy for them to, you know, see that type of um, activity as far as, you know, me trying to find myself. And I, I, it wasn't like I was with different men, but right, I think right. for me, you know, just um, just having different men around them was just not good. And so I really had to, I really had to just, you know, pray and just say, hey, God, I need your help here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, best so, person to ask for help, actually. Person yes. to ask for help. So going Absolutely. through your teenage years and, of course, the boys and the boyfriend, um, moving on now to um, college and a young adulthood, this is, of course, where the boyfriends and all of that would happen. But you, you've made it through that. Getting through that yes. and coming into the workforce, 
getting into a work environment. How was that for you? I felt like it's been been a struggle in the past because mm. um, between um, also being a heavier woman mm-hmm. and having vitiligo, it's like they're looking at all those things and not really looking at who you are. So I have I have fought and struggled for years to prove you know who I am and um, and what I what what I mean to the community. You know, yeah. it's been a struggle though. It's really been a struggle. So now. It's empowering now because I feel like now people know who I am. My actions speak. I really yeah. try to promote love where I'm at in the community work that I do. And then I yeah. decided to try this, you know, explore the modeling thing. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> the wow. modeling in the pageantry world. And it's been well, really how did you uh, get amazing. There? How did you, what, what led you to the modeling a piece of, of this? Someone asked me years ago um, to actually actually to do a show. It was a, it was a um, like a little mini show, and mm-hmm. that was my first experience. And then after that, um, last year um, I, I got asked to be a part of another fashion show, and I thought, oh, this is I'm enjoying this. You know, it was encouraging that people were actually noticing me for something yeah. like that. And then um, I decided to try, within that, try the pageantry world. And so this year I actually um, won uh, Miss Colorado Elite. Um, I went from Miss 5280 to Miss Colorado (laughs) Elite. And so now I'm on my way to nationals in Texas on June the 28th to compete for the national. That's why, you know, I was so drawn to this. It takes courage it takes bravery it takes you know let's be real it takes a person looking in the mirror and saying i doggone it i am beautiful and i can do anything let's get this modeling thing on so proud of you yes and now i can walk i walk around now and wonder why people are looking at me i'm like oh yeah i have vitiligo that's why they're looking at me. <laughs> it's so funny because it's like I now it. I've made it a part of my natural life, you know. Yes. And actually, yes. my vitiligo has spread it quite a bit too. I have comparison pictures. Yeah. So it has really, um, yeah. The older that I get, it, it's gotten, it's it's I've gotten um, more spots. So. Wow. Wow. No, you talk about a period of last week of noticing that. Wow. I am just. So the first couple of pictures of you, I was just so drawn. You you sucked me in, girl. You had me. You had me lying and thinking. You had me all in. So you talk about oh, working in the community. That. Yes, for real. I'm I'm really taken by this. So you talk about your work in the community. What exactly do you do? Do you mind sharing that? Sure. So I have a nonprofit organization um, entitled Thelma's Dreams. Thelma's Dream is named after my auntie. I call her my mm-hmm. auntie mom who raised me. Yeah. Um, she's actually now 93, and she is um, wow. the first African-American woman pastor here in Colorado. And wow. And so I wanted to do something um, to kind of follow her legacy with the community work that she also did as a pastor. So we have, we, we kind of help um, Families with like resources for rental assistance, food, mm. um, clothing. I do school supplies for children, Christmas giveaways, Wonderful. Thanksgiving giveaways. 
um, just anything that I can do, honestly. And then I also work for Young Life, which is a faith-based organization. Mm-hmm. Um, and under mm-hmm. that umbrella, I work with teen moms. And so Wonderful. those are I have I have a lot of hats that I hold in the community, um, which is which is very empowering as well. Now you must have it, uh, especially the the work that you're doing for your um, under the your auntie mom um, name. That sounds like a lot of work. So you must have a team. Yeah, because I have to also remember that she was a person that um, she had lots of integrity. Mm-hmm. Um, she also spoke, you know, she she believed in being truthful mm-hmm. in anything that she was doing. So if something was wrong, then, you know, she would speak on it. That's and so good. I have in caring yeah. because the name of my nonprofit is Thelma's Dream, and her name is Thelma. So yeah. I have to remember, yeah. you know, even a lot of my actions in certain yeah. things I may not like, that, you know, I have to make sure that I am, um, you know, just making Honor sure that, that I legacy. am. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, at ninety something, ninety what? That's beautiful. Ninety. To God be yes, the glory. To God be yes, the glory. Jeez, good life. That's a good life. And yes. so, you guys are faith believers. You believe, and then this this is why the work is striving. That's why you're being so successful in everything that you're doing. God appear. Apparently, God is in the center of it. Yes. Absolutely. I keep him in the forefront of everything that I do. And he he was, you know, people, when you know that God is love, then, and and we um, present ourselves in that way, it's Mm -hmm. such an amazing thing. I mean, I could run into someone that could be so hateful, but if I show them love, it turns it around so quickly. Absolutely. And that's what he wants us to do. That's what we're called disciples. That's what he wants us to do. And so we're doing we're doing his work. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know the faith yeah. side of you, but now you got me. You got me again. I, I was I was caught up in the modeling thing, but we're on the same faith page. Praise God, that's wonderful. Oh, that's I love wonderful. that. I love that. I love that. And so you talk yes, about absolutely. children. So I saw pictures of two. Is it two sons that you have? The pictures. I have three sons. Three sons. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How are they growing up with a mom with with little eye goals around the eye? You taking them to school as, as young children? How did they cope with that? Did they ever say? You know, I we never really talked about it. They always they never showed that they were ashamed of me or mm. anything like that. And my youngest son um, actually told me one day, "Mom, I was hoping this would spread because he has one oh. spot on his back." <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> wow. 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 Yeah, yeah that's a I wow. I was hoping that it was spread, Mom. I was hoping I would be the child that would get it. And I'm like, wow. He wants to be that's just like wow. Mom. Look at that. Look at that. He yeah. wants to be like Mom. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, because like, I've heard stories. Empowering yeah. I've heard stories. We had Maybe one that- mother that talked about um, her six-year-old, seven-year-old said, Mommy, so she would go to school to pick them up, and she, the kids would always uh-huh. look, and the kids would start asking questions, what's wrong with your mom? And so she said, she told the, the, um, the kids, told her one day, mommy, could you not come to school or come all the way up to the drive, whatever, to pick me up from school? <laughs> you know? So to hear oh. your son saying that, you know, that's, wow, wow. 
Yeah, and I think it could be also, um, I was also a teacher. I taught for 27 mm-hmm. years. There you and go. And I actually, um, they they actually went to a lot of the schools that I taught in. And so mm-hmm. that might be the difference is that I always told kids, hey, you can touch it, you know, because they would look at me. That's that's always been the first question yeah. that kids would ask when they see my skin. And so I would always allow the kids, you know, the first day, I know that I look different, and you can touch mm-hmm. it if you want. Some kids will touch it. I've had mm-hmm. kids ask me, "Hi, hey, are you white or are you black? <laughs> so wow. It's like, but I'm really open for kids to know about it um, because I there think it's go. important, you know, Absolutely. that they know. Absolutely. And if they're asking questions, I don't get offended. You know, and God knows, you know, yeah, I get criticized when I say some of the things and, of course, in, 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 in put God in there. But um, in him, I live and move and have my being. So I have to talk about him. So, yes, um, yes. you know, the, 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 the reason why we have this, I say, is because God knows that we can handle it. We can use this as a ministry tool. We can educate. We can advocate. So he's put this task on us. Because he's, he knows that yes. we're capable, we're able, he's going to empower us to do this, and here you go. You're, yes. you're doing, two, you have, how many hats are you wearing? So he knows that you can handle it. Oh. Yes, and I, and I thank knows. God because it hasn't always been this way, you know. Mm. It, it hasn't always been this way. It's been a hurtful, you know, um, just really hard past life. I mean, from yes. I mean, that, that validation seeking took me to all to being homeless, literally. Oh, my oh wow, wow. And wow. so it's like it's been a hard road, but now that um, now that things are the way they are, it's just very empowering, and I just really want to reach the world um, and let them know that you guys are beautiful. We're all beautiful. Doretta, Doretta, Doretta. Here's a here's a line that you know. I know, and so many of us know, no test, mm-hmm. no test. If you hadn't been no. through uh-huh. all of the things you've been through, could you stand mm-hmm. up before your your community? Could you stand up before your children? No test. So we have to go through this test so we'll have a testimony, a story to tell. Yes. And I wanted you. My spirit told me that you needed to be on this program heard around the world to tell your story. And you're telling your story, meaning that anybody else could do this. If they yes. Yes. put their faith, their trust, yes. believe in themselves, put their faith and trust in God, they could do anything. And that's what I love yes. about you. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what's next? I am all for the well, um, again, I'm going to nationals in June. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really trying to build my nonprofit to a point to where it's that's actually what I'm doing instead of working, you know, different capacity jobs. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. all the jobs that I do is what I want to do with my own nonprofit. <laughs> so right, right. I'm hoping to be able to go full time with that. Um, continue this journey in teaching young kids girls, you know, that they're beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what I want to continue to do. I'm also a licensed minister, so also growing more in my um, ministry purposes. That's wonderful. In my walk that's wonderful. is important as well. 
and Dottie, it's um, Loretta, sorry. It's talking about kindred spirits, talk about like-mindedness, all that you said, licensed, mm-hmm. ordained, I'm there. I'm right there with you. And doing yeah. the work, whether it's in, in the church, whether it's in the community meeting, uh, you know, we yeah. seem to be on the same path. And I think this is why my spirit have been drawing at you for the last three months. I wow. felt that kindred spirit. I felt it. And I didn't know you're yeah. a believer. I didn't know any of this. So this is can yes. only be God, ordained by God. Yes. So, so grateful for that. what you're doing in the community. I'm so grateful for what you're doing in the community, unapologetically, unmoved by your 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 circle around your eyes and the rest of it. And and you're being used yes. mightily, and I'm so proud of you. I'm Thank so you so much. I appreciate this, and I appreciate being able to share. Well, well. to anyone out there listening, before you leave me today, anyone out there listening that is struggling, tell them, if you will, what helped Beretta with her struggle and how they can overcome this struggle of their beauty and what they see in the mirror. Talk to them, if you will. You have the closing, last closing word. Yes. Um, Honestly, it's all about seeking and finding yourself. Mm. Um, once you find yourself, because finding yourself means you're finding yourself within and out. Uh, once mm. you find yourself within, then that beauty shines, you know, outside. A lot of times we're wow. so messed up on the inside because we're hurt, you know, mm-hmm. and we're, we're, this is, having vitiligo can be traumatizing. So it's yeah. something within that hurts us. And so I believe that in finding yourself um, is really important. And once you find yourself, you realize that, hey, this is this is who I am, you know? And you begin mm. to, um, you just begin to say, hey, I'm beautiful. I had to look in the mirror and say, I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful. Yeah. And I literally tell people now, you know, when I do modeling um, with makeup, no, I don't want makeup on. <laughs> it took me years to take it <laughs> off. I don't want you. any makeup on. Exactly. So, I mean, there's. There's not going backwards. We're not going, tell her we're not going backwards, honey. We're going forward. Here. Yeah, no. And if I do any makeup, it's only going to be like a shadow and a gloss. I don't want my yeah. vitiligo covered at all. Mm. And so um, mm. Mm. it's just important that you just look within and find yourself and just begin to tell mm. yourself how beautiful you are daily. It, 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 yeah. It's a hard road. It doesn't happen overnight. But if you consistently do that um, and just begin, if you are a believer, just begin to seek God. He made you. Mm. He made us. Mm. He made us who we are. Fearfully so we are beautiful. and wonderfully. Fearfully and wonderfully yes. made. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, so that's again, my biggest advice. That's right. That's right. Loretta, I thank you. Your friendship since 2017, although, you know, you pop in, pop out, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. You've been just an inspiration. And I want to declare today that we, we love you. We, we wish you success in your nonprofit. We wish you success in the community. We wish you success as you go down to Texas. It is well. Thank you. He who made Thank you, you has stamped on you. And the stamp he stamped us all with is we're good. G-double-O-D, yes. good, said by God. Yes. So we wish you much, yes. much success. Let's stay connected. Let's stay involved. And let's continue to support this community. God bless you. 
Let's do this again sometime soon. Ah, oh, no. Okay. Let's do it when you come back from Texas. Okay. That'll be great. With the trophy. With the trophy, girl. With the trophy. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to speak that into existence. Into existence. God bless you. Stay well. Yes. God bless Alrighty. you. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye for now. Bye. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, my conversation with Zaretta from Denver, Colorado, 2017. She was added to uh, our Vitz Friends um, community, and she's been around a while and um, just watched her grow and watched her vitiligo change to where she is right now, and unashamed, unapologetic about her journey, her looks, and she's modeling and doing things and inspiring young women to, to love themselves. And so this is what we're all about. So to those of you out there listening, you can do it. You can do anything you want to do. Dream big, and those big dreams will come to fruition if you stay true to yourself. Well, like Doretta said, it must begin on the inside. So if you're beautiful on the inside, that beauty on the inside will certainly shine on the outside. From our this friends community around the U.S., for our friends, Bit Friends, Cuba, and for all of the Bit Friends family around the U.S. and abroad. We love you. We pronounce a blessing on you. We ask that you have a good week. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Until next time, this is Valerie. Bye-bye for now.